This is a Clink Studios podcast. Welcome to Spill the Soju podcast, your favorite dose of K-culture TMIs and fangirling shenanigans with your hosts Ashley, Katie, and Chelsea. So what's on our menu for today? On our menu for today is... uh, uh, a very special part of the big three. But before we head on to that, if you uh, like what you're about to hear, what you're about to hear, what kind of intro is this? <laughs> before anything else, <laughs> don't forget to follow us on our socials at Spill the Soji Podcast on Instagram and Facebook at STSPodPH on Twitter. We also have a Telegram community, so go ahead and join us there. We have our Shopee links and our Gmail down below as well. Joining us for episode four today is a fellow K-pop fan, animator, YouTube actor, tarot card reader, diviner, and YG fangirl. Let's all welcome back Adijay! Yay! Hi! Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure to be back again. Thank you so much. Yeah, now's your time to go ahead and plug your socials and what you do. Uh, well, I mean, after that intro, I just realized how big of a resume you guys have. I, just, I was like, wow, I have a very diverse, very diverse resume. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm, I'm into that. But yeah, if you guys are interested in following me, I am a YouTube reactor mainly. That's what people know me for. I had a brand change. So from the last time, it was just simply my name. But now mm-hmm. I am branding as Blue Moon Lounge. So if you guys are interested yeah. on my YouTube channel, go ahead and follow that i also have a twitter also blue moon underscore lounge and i also have a spiritual account which is called blue moon insight and that's also on twitter so yeah Yeah. feel free to check it out awesome all of those will be linked down below as well and we all really recommend at the john's youtube channel she has (laughs) awesome videos and live streams so if that's something you're interested in go Mm -hmm. ahead and check her channel out all right so Known as one of the big three companies in K-pop that specializes in hip-hop and stellar live performances, this company has an amazing roster under their belt, including Big Bang, Chesky's, I I really forget how to pronounce that, (laughs) Winner, Icon, Blackpink, Akmu, and Treasure. Today, we will be talking about YG... So, how do you guys feel about our topic for today? (laughs) Excited. excited. I am super excited. excited. Yes, there's a reason why we have Atijan here. Yes. (laughs) Because we feel like in in the people that we see, she is the best resource person for (laughs) (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's high pressure, but thank you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay, so... First of all, how would you, for those who are not really, you know, as exposed to YG or like are just new to K-pop, how would you introduce or explain YG to them? So right off the bat, first question. And honestly, you're starting this (laughs) off pretty strong, at least for me anyway. (laughs) Um, Anyway, if I were to introduce YG or YG Entertainment to someone who has just discovered K-pop or someone that has no clue and mm-hmm. is just like, what's K-pop? And they hear about YG. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been into YG for a long time and based off all of my years of standing them, for one, I'd say they're obviously a very prestigious company. I yep. would mm-hmm. say that uniquely they are a company that houses artists meticulously from the ground up. Yeah. I personally would say that they're a company that's innovative enough 
to always bring something new to the table. But Mm -hmm. what's also unique about them is that they're also very relatable for new people that dive into K-pop for the first time. They have that sweet balance where you Mm -hmm. can see it's K-pop, but then also has that touch of what yeah. everyone is used to in terms of music genres. Yeah. So like, I think they, that's what makes them unique. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I think YG groups as well. Like, they're the groups, the songs that they have are the ones that I introduce to my friends who are not too into K-pop. Because mm-hmm. it's not too shocking, I guess, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, them to hear. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree with Jana. about you, Ash? What are your inputs on this? Uh, actually, I feel the same way. Like I've, I've always felt that YG it it grows with you. Like they're not that kind of um, company that is distinctly K-pop. Mm. Like distinctly, like just for that market. Like yeah. y, YG family. Like I feel like uh, they're for everyone. They it's okay. for everyone to. They're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing I would say for artists under YG is that I wouldn't refer to them as idols per se. Because I, mm-hmm. I really see them as like artists and musicians mm-hmm. because because of mm-hmm. what they do and how they're marketed as well. So, yeah. Yes. All right. Agreed. So, that's a packed first question, <laughs> I guess. So, <laughs> right. on to the next. How did you discover YG and what was your overall impression with the artists, especially under the company? Uh, wow. Okay. So, <laughs> kind of similar to what I have mentioned the first time I guested on your show. Um, mm-hmm. I was already technically a YG stand even before... YG Entertainment became this big. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's safe to say that I'm a pioneer YG stand. I'm kind of <laughs> exposing my age again, but <laughs> um, essentially it all started with Big Bang, really. So mm-hmm. before really discovering YG, I already had an idea of what K-pop was, but yeah. I wasn't actually a fan of it. I was just pretty much a casual listener. Um, mm-hmm. To this day, I'm a very picky and choosy person when it comes to the stuff that I listen to. Yeah. And back in the day, I think, yeah, I really am exposing my age, but I was <laughs> in school. I was in school one time and I was just minding my own business. And I have a very good Korean-American friend. Mm-hmm. And... I visited her one morning at her desk and she was watching something on her really small laptop and she was on this website that I had no idea. Only original stands would know this, but it's called SciWorld. I was oh. like, what's SciWorld? Oh. <laughs> so she was on SciWorld and she was watching all these clips. Mm-hmm. And again, mind you, my only knowledge of K-pop, I was only listening to Rain, to BoA, or to TVNQ. So that was just my knowledge of K-pop. And so I just walked up to her. I was like, hey, what you up to? And she, Mm -hmm. you know, she was just like, oh, you know what? I should show you this because I know you're a big fan of hip hop because personally Mm -hmm. I'm exposed to to hip hop with my background, with my culture, with my family. We're all Mm -hmm. into hip hop in my family. So she shows me this and I kid you, (laughs) I kid you not. She shows me this clip of G-Dragon, like 16-year-old G-Dragon, but he's with the original OGYG family. He's with Master Wu, he's with Seven, he's with One Time, Jinu Shan, and they're all wearing these hip-hop baggy clothes. And I was like, what in the world is this? (laughs) (laughs) 
but I looked at GD and I was like, he's like roughly around my age at the time. So I was like, yeah. is this kid trying to be all hip hop? And, <laughs> and I, I was like intrigued, but mm-hmm. really attracted. It was, it was a weird time for me. I said, okay. And from there, my friend was the ultimate reason why I even got into it. She just mm. showed me all of these clips. I, and she showed me like him performing. I was like, huh, Korean mm. hip hop. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's a thing. Because every time I think about Korean music, I just think of K-pop. Yeah. And yeah. I was never really into it like full on because when I associated K-pop back then, I just think bubblegum pop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and that wasn't my thing it still isn't my thing <laughs> to this day <laughs> yeah <laughs> and really. so seeing that I was just like oh they enjoy hip-hop out there okay mm-hmm. that's cool mm-hmm. so yeah since then on I kind of just dived on board with YG mm-hmm. family because again they kind of related or I resonated with their style or with their you know with Mm -hmm. their Mm -hmm. genre kind of thing and I didn't have to feel overwhelmed about the extra cuteness and everything and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I would say I grew with them even before YG became huge Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yes I that's awesome because my first group as well is is Big Bang but I but I was I dived into it like 2009, 2008, okay. 2009. So yeah, yeah. around that era where K-pop just boomed. And it did. they were it my did. exposure. And they were my first exposure. And it was also because of my Korean classmates. Nice. They were, <laughs> just, they were just playing Gotta Gotta Go in oh our TV. And mm-hmm. oh, that song still hits. And I was just mm-hmm. I was just enjoying it at that point. So it then on went to Taeyang, to GD mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. It was just... It yeah. was a good time. It was a really good time. Yeah. How about you, Ash? Oh, uh, for me, I was an SM girl. Oh, I still am. But like mm-hmm. when I started exploring into K-pop back in 2006 to, to 2008, like uh, within those two years when I started getting into K-pop, like like what Ate Jan said, like I was exposed to Rain, Boa, Dumbang Shinki, <laughs> like like those three. And then two out of them are SM. Yeah. Yeah. SM entertainment artists and SM being also one of the first or is the first entertainment company mm-hmm. in Korea that is part of the big three. And mm-hmm. you know that they have a lot of artists already back then. Like they were yes. a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, when 21, when I found 21 and Big Bang, I was like, oh, I was like, I thought, oh, are they SM artists? And then no. <laughs> and then and I was I, I checked their company. It's like, YG, oh, what's who's YG? And then after that, I started looking into YG and JYP. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a big three in Korea. That's what they call it. And then after that, that's, uh, everything else was history. Like that's when I knew about YG Entertainment and how they ha- have such a huge influence over the K-pop industry mm-hmm. and that they produced so many amazing artists and like after 21 and Big Bang I, I just got hooked because I love all their songs I love their style and like at the Jan also said I resonated with them being also a hip-hop dancer so yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. so w- did you have a specific moment where you there was that realization like okay I think I'm a YG stan now or did it all just come naturally to you <laughs> um for me honestly the vibe of YG family just kind of 
gradually rubs off on you, if that mm. makes any sense. Mm-hmm. They have always had this yeah. pride that they're mm-hmm. YG. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I never really saw in other labels, you know, growing into K-pop. Like, sure, you have yes. JYP who likes to whisper the JYP kind of thing, but you know, <laughs> in your face. They don't, he doesn't do that like very loud and proud, where you have uh-huh. YG Entertainment or YG family, like mm. in specific songs, like you have hip hop millennium, and they're like YG kind of thing. And you don't feel yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't feel mm-hmm. that pride from anywhere else but YG mm-hmm. family. But honestly, like in a lot of bits in their songs and they'll do that it just kind of makes you feel hyped up already and yeah yeah, I I, it's kind of interesting because I can't really say there was a actual moment I thought yeah I'm a YG stan or like initially Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. if we're going very specific then I probably want to claim that I am a YG stan it was probably the moment when 21 started coming into the picture Mm. because when they were still in the process of being formed officially, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. going through maybe a personal thing that I was just not capable of catching up or keeping up to yeah. what's going on with YG mm-hmm. Entertainment anymore. And then when I heard about YG Family building a new girl group and mm-hmm. one of the members is, you know, I was living in the Philippines at the time. I know who Sandara Park was. Yeah. I said, really? Sandara? Yeah. Yeah. I said, that's very interesting. And, you know, I just got curious and then I kind of just tuned in. And from there, it was a different perspective because I've always been used to seeing YG family with all just guys kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. it's all Big Bang. Like when Big Bang became big or when they first started coming out, I was just immersed in them for most of the time. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it was just a really nice, fresh breath of air to see a girl group come Mm -hmm. out. And not only that, there was so many hints already at how the rest of YG family also took good care of 21. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. I didn't feel that. I don't see that with anywhere, you know, any other company from, from that point on. And I felt like, yeah. This is a reason why I like YG family because mm. they are family. They treat each yes. other like mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. at that point. So true. I think same. It was it was really gradual and I just find myself always tuning into their survival shows even if I <laughs> the, the emotional turmoil that I have. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. They really know how to put a roller coaster on us, seriously. That's yes. so true. But I'm still like, you know what? I, I this is still you know I, that's why I have such an emotional attachment as well to YG groups especially to the boys as well because you we we saw how how they you know what they went through um mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. before they debuted so mm-hmm. yeah and just even now with treasure even more like I just yes. can't get out of it anymore at this <laughs> point so yeah you Ash do you have any yeah things? yeah go uh, for me, it really happened gradually also. Like, I, I think I became a YG stan very naturally. There's no specific moment when I thought that, oh, okay, so this is my defining moment as a YG stan. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Uh, like what we've been saying previously, it's like it grows on you, the music, the artists. Like, even how the artists are in your life, you know, them being your strength and how they are so relatable and seeing them in their survival shows, like they're human beings too. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It, it just feels so personal. And like you just realize one day, oh, I really love YG. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we can just, you know, 
a talk on about like all these uh, realizations that we have but <laughs> i also want to ask like what sets the artists under yg apart from others because you can tell you can really mm-hmm. tell if a, if an artist is under yg and what do you think that is um for me surface base as like someone that like watches a yg artist at first there's this certain kind of charisma towards a YG artist Mm. that's just like brought upon and like I really hate saying this word because it's overused but they have you know swag and all of that yeah they really do have it I can't Mm -hmm. phase it enough that they really do have it and it's very Mm -hmm. distinct it's very distinct it's the same swag I've seen since 2005 and going Mm. up till this year in 2022 god I am exposing my age today so bad (laughs) (laughs) but like literally seeing it you know gradual with time that's Mm. something that never changed out of a YG artist it's like Mm -hmm. you're supposed to have that natural charisma to be a part of YG Mm -hmm. and I think that's what really sets them apart surface based Mm. just to claim it even like Korean netizens and like general public and the and the media they always say yg style but what's the definition of yg style it's just mm-hmm. like it's the charisma it's that hip-hop vibe it's that natural like effortless way they are you know on stage and they perform yeah. and then mm-hmm. kind of like what i mentioned earlier about how for anyone that's new into k-pop yg entertainment or yg artists are easy to get along with because they still Mm -hmm. have that resonance with western style too Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it makes the transition of that you know going into it a lot more easier Mm -hmm. and then going deeper i would say the in-house production yeah not to say that the other artists from other groups do not make their own Mm -hmm. music they do obviously and they you know there's plenty of really amazing writers but there's something different with yg entertainment because they limit their artists to do it themselves they don't always branch out to others you know going to you know other countries and like hey can you produce a Mm -hmm. beat Mm -hmm. kind of thing for Mm -hmm. uh, for my artists or whatever no they strictly try their best to make them do it for themselves so from the ground up they are already structuring artists out of them rather than being Mm -hmm. generically manufactured and reaching out help from anywhere else outside of korea so Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i think is oh uh in relation to what ate jan said i also feel like um YG artists, you can't replicate them. No mm. other company, no other uh, player in the industry can re- can replicate a YG artist because mm, I think um, they have such a distinct identity, and mm. that piece of identity is like sewed onto every song, every comeback, everything, every work that yeah. they put out there, and you cannot replicate someone's identity yeah. to the T. That's yeah. why, like, YG artists, like, their charisma and, like, their swag, it's, like, it's really a very distinct um, personality in the K-pop industry that is very hard to imitate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know that 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 um, that running saying that only YG artists can cover can YG. cover YG, yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, yep. Because it's so true. Because, it's yeah. very true. You know how other companies are really used to um, being precise and clean in everything that mm-hmm, they do. Mm-hmm. Here's YG being raw, being mm-hmm. rugged, and just 
authentic, I guess, that sometimes with YG, it doesn't matter if they're not, you know, synchronized or all of that. Because it's just, the thing with them is just when you watch them and you see them having fun or like enjoying mm-hmm. the music, like that's that's how I feel whenever I watch yes. YG artists. <laughs> like, I don't care. Okay, sure. Like you just see Top going off in the side doing his own thing. But it doesn't bother you because it's yes. just... They're all just having a good time. And you feel that as well while watching them. So that's mm-hmm. that's one thing that I really like about, you know, YG. So for those who are, you know, getting a little more interested in what we're talking about. And they they want to stand YG after hearing us, hopefully. What, <laughs> what, what can they expect when you, when you stand YG group or YG groups? <laughs> Ooh, do we start with the pros <laughs> or the cons? <laughs> Let's let's start with let's start with the cons and just end it with a good note. Let's let's do mm-hmm. it that way. Okay, with the cons, well, for those that are not like that are just first getting into K-pop, I think for for anyone really, the the gist or the concept of K-pop is there's always something coming out. There's mm-hmm. always something mm-hmm. new. There's always something new. Reality <laughs> check. We don't get that much from YG Entertainment like all the time. Yeah, like, that's the con. So if you are someone that always needs something new yeah. and you need to be, you know, stimulated all the time with with new content, with new music, YG mm. Entertainment's not for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's so it's not true. for you. I'll I'll just say that cold blooded, like that. It's not for you. Then if you have no patience for that, YG Entertainment is not for you. For that's sure. that's my only con there. Yeah, really. Yep. That's my only con there. Yeah. Um, but pro. You get the quality. You get the quality yes. after yes. the wait. Um, yes. I mean, you already mentioned that I'm an animator um, and I'm an artist myself. So for me, I'm not always constantly putting stuff out there because yes. art is subjective. You know, mm-hmm. it's some it's something that is, you know, for me, when I am ready, I am ready to put it out. It's, it's yes. coming from me. And like I mentioned earlier about what makes YG artists different from a lot of other ones is that, again, they're built from the ground up to become artists. And so they adapt the mindset of an artist so that, yes. mm-hmm. you know, following that, they have to feel good about what they're putting out there. So mm-hmm. you're not always going to get it if they're not ready. <laughs> you yes. know? But at the end of the day, once it's ready, you get the quality, you get yes. the sincerity, you get yes. the, the passion, you get actually the personality you don't listen to a yg artist song and you don't think oh i wonder where they got this beat from oh i wonder who Mm -hmm. they worked with no you think Mm -hmm. of them actually working in the studio writing producing the beat instantly you're gonna be like how long did it take them to do that how long did it take what how did they even think of that lyric you know you won't think of that with other groups out there yeah you won't yeah you won't that's so true. That's so that's so true. <laughs> it's always I worth will, the wait with YG. Yeah. I will copy at the Jan's answer and paste it into mine. Because exactly. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you do get long hiatus. But mm-hmm. when when they give you what they've been preparing for, you're never... You'll, yeah. You'll, you'll take you'll back be words. Like, you'll yeah, you'll be like, I don't even get... I don't even get why I complained why it took them yes, this long. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> what are... Okay, so we talked about that, you know, especially in the newer generation, I guess, of fans. 
they're they are the ones used to getting um consistent content from yes. companies and all of that yeah so, especially for for the fourth gen yeah fourth gen um stands that's their characteristic but what are I think for the fans of YG especially, um, especially those who went in from first gen to third gen, they're kind of different, I guess, in the way they um, consume content or ask even ask for content. So what are some distinct characteristics of YG fans? Because I know, I think just from the vibe, you can tell if someone is a YG, like they grew up as a YG stan or not. Is, is that just me? Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes absolute sense. I mean, if you're a YG stan from the very beginning, like I am, or even like you guys, because you guys are pretty pioneers too, if <laughs> I'm like defining it, but there is that distinctiveness where if you've been in the game for a while, you kind of get built different. Like you just <laughs> kind of get attuned mm-hmm. to it. There's like this immunity within us that we're just so yeah. used to to you know seeing content or not we're just like mm-hmm. you know what like we're used to this and we already kind of been built to be strong to not you know have content all the time but yeah. it really tests our patience so I think for us the ones that are you know have been into YG for a long time we're a lot more patient we're a lot more mm-hmm. understanding um and honestly we're a lot more productive with our That's lives true. to be honest <laughs> you won't see the original yg stands like a lot of them on social media until something is going on right yeah Mm, yeah. you know it's like right now we have a big bang come back happening soon and like vips are rising from the dead like (laughs) hey from our graves just like like, you know (laughs) but in that meantime they knew what to do with their time it's like Mm -hmm. you're gonna stand other groups fine be productive that way or just be productive with your personal life that's great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not going to camp out and like demand something all the time from YG Entertainment, you know, but I think that's the main thing from that generation of YG stands. And then kind of going further forth into the next generation, like stands of second to third gen. Mm -hmm. I admit back then they didn't have that patience yet, but Mm -hmm. just because YG Entertainment has been trying to keep up with the times, but they're just so used to being this one smaller company that, you know, change takes trial and error, right? Perfection takes trial and error. So for second and third gen stands, it was hard for them to grasp how different YG Entertainment manages their artists and all of that. But I Mm -hmm. think they've also built that patience. Now, the difference I would say, though, is that second and third gen stands are much more opinionated (laughs) well yeah yeah they're much more opinionated I think they're the ones that kind of started the I guess the trend to be more opinionated and to be more you know having an having a say having those demands having all these requests and there's nothing wrong with that Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes it can get a little too much, but like there's that there has to be that balance, honestly. That's there has true. to be that balance. Um, there's always pros and cons to everything, but gradually I think YG stands have learned to adapt to the patients, mm. the opinion, uh, you know, being opinionated, and then mm. you know, they're also proud that YG fa- uh, family pride. If you are a YG stand, you have mm-hmm. that pride. Yeah. But even then, like, even if say you're not a YG family, 
a YG stan, even if you're just a fan of one group, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe you're like an iconic only, or maybe mm-hmm. you're a blink only. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but there's a, still a pride there. It doesn't That's matter. Mm-hmm. Like there's like this strong, distinct pride that you won't see anywhere else. And they That's get true. very elitist. <laughs> it's very intense. And sometimes I'm just like, you know, I don't want to mess with that. I'm just here yeah. with my piece. But yeah. yeah, it's very funny, honestly. But yeah, we, ha- we have a distinct feel ourselves. That's so. true. I think overall, YG, like if there was one word I would call YG stands, it would just be generally chill. <laughs> Over. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They're just chill. Like whatever happens, happens. We're just going to be here. I'm just going to chill yeah. and enjoy the music. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I feel like we are like we are chill, but inside we're like burning. We're like, <laughs> there's like so many Agreed. things happening inside, but like we know how to contain it. <laughs> yeah, we true. allow ourselves that slow burn. Yeah, <laughs> slow burn. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that's it for our first half. We'll go and take a short break, and we'll be back after this. Woo! Yes. And we're back. You're still with us. Spill the Soju podcast with Ata Jan. And we're still discussing and enjoying the topic of YG family. So before we head into the rest of the episode, don't forget to follow us on all our socials at Spill the Soju podcast on Facebook and Instagram at SDSPodPH on Twitter. Everything else is down below. And if you have your shoppy cart just waiting for it to be checked out, don't forget to use our link. So we get a little commission out of that that helps us run this podcast for our listeners. And yeah, go ahead and add to Jan and plug your podcast. Oh, podcast. <laughs> your social. I wish I had a podcast. <laughs> My mind is all I over the place. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a sign. Mae I should manifest that one day. But no, I have yes. my Twitter. You guys can follow me on Twitter, Blue Moon underscore lounge. I also have a spiritual Twitter, which is Blue Moon Insight. And then of mm-hmm. course I have my YouTube channel, Blue Moon Lounge. Pretty simple. All right. Go ahead and check the, that out after this episode. Awesome content. All right. Now it's time to dig deeper since it is the second half of this podcast. So you know how we touched up on YG not giving their artists um, consistent, I would guess, in these terms, consistent comebacks. So thoughts on them being known for, quote, locking their artists in their dungeon. <laughs> 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 like for the lack of comebacks and promotions. How do you feel about that? 
Locking their artists in the dungeon is <laughs> so funny because honestly, even if you're a new stan, somehow at one point you probably heard that phrase. That's true. Somewhere, mm-hmm. in, and it's in always the, somewhere. and it's always about YG. <laughs> yeah, it's always YG. Like you, you say, if you're like an SM stan or JYP stan, whatever, you're gonna hear "locked in the dungeon." They're probably like, "Oh, it's some YG artist." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that hasn't come out. <laughs> exactly. Like, this just exact like automatic response there but yeah I mean I was never a fan of that because kind of like what we mentioned earlier about how they take their time to really Mm -hmm. just create quality content quality music and Mm -hmm. I'm you know again I've never really resonated with that in a way I would resonate as an artist myself like I lock myself in my room kind of thing you'll never see me (laughs) but that's not that's not true from YG artists especially these days like treasure does not is defying that phrase to be honest treasure is the one Mm -hmm. artist that is defying that phrase like locked in the dungeon who no we are flooded with content I know they they are running around the company (laughs) yeah they're seriously and you know you get that with pretty much everyone anyway like they mm-hmm. all do their best to be intimate and interactive with their fans anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I guess for those that like to say being locked in the dungeon, they like <laughs> to associate that with the whole factor of like, we don't get that much content again. Like that's mm-hmm. always the initial problem mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. the fans. It's like, they deserve a comeback. They need to keep up with the game, blah, 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 blah. But, mm-hmm. and I get that from, from their perspective, but if you look at it in a bigger angle, you know, it's not like they're locked in the dungeon and not doing anything with their lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And recently, I think it was Junkyu. He's the one that mentioned this. I think it was on Weverse or something. Yeah. Our V Live. I'm not entirely sure, but <laughs> someone, I don't remember fully, but someone kind of mentioned it like about a comeback or something or how long it's taking them to mm-hmm. make a comeback. And I think Junkyu is the one that mentioned, he's like, oh, yeah, but we've been busy doing this, doing this, yeah. doing this. Mm-hmm. And have all of these mm-hmm, schedules mm-hmm. and you know that just goes to show it's like they're not sitting around why is you yeah. mean it's not putting them in a corner and be like you stay there you're not allowed yeah, to yeah. do anything <laughs> until it's time yeah. you know what i mean yeah. that makes no freaking sense exactly <laughs> it makes exactly no yeah sense. yeah and mm-hmm. yeah it just never resonated with me because it's always been like that even with mm-hmm. big bang Mm-hmm. Uh, GD mm-hmm. has said that himself like a lot of the times GD because he's leader of Big Bang you know he would get the fall he would get all of the complaints he would see it and they're like when's Big Bang's comeback or when is your solo comeback all of that but his ultimate answer every single time is like I'm still working on it we're trying to make our music you know perfect and it's mm-hmm. not just the music that they're thinking of it's also concept music video album production all that you know style so there's all these different layers that people need to start thinking about it's not as Mm -hmm. simple as it looks or it's not as Mm -hmm. simple as it sounds Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I I just find it hilarious maybe it started off as a joke at one point yeah now people take it way too seriously they're like oh yeah yeah." They're locked in the dungeon, but now they take it to heart. They're like, why is she locked them up? They're never letting them come Let back. Them I'm like, oh my God. You guys need to chill. You guys need to chill. Seriously. It's like, yeah. if for me, you know, I'm a YouTube content creator. And for me, if like, if I'm 
busy with creating a video, I take a while. I'm not as yeah. fast as other mm-hmm. as other YouTubers. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. I'm not a reactor that's always putting a video every day. Yeah. More mm-hmm. power to them. But I have mm-hmm. other things to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I yeah. don't do it full time. I do it as much as I can. Mm-hmm. But I'm still doing other things. And so just to use that as example, I cannot be putting out all the yeah. time. Yeah. Because if I keep pressuring myself to do yes. things consistently, eventually my quality is going to go down. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? My my yeah. quality is going to go down. That's just how I work. And maybe that's also yes. why I resonate with YG family. Yeah. More, because sure. I want to make sure that everything that I put out, no matter when I do, I'm yeah. content with it and my fans yes. are content with it. And mm-hmm. everyone is good. Everyone's impressed. Yeah. That's the yeah. perfectionist in me, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. like they don't totally they don't put that. out they don't put out things just for the sake of going exactly. with the time. Mm-hmm. But exactly. they do it because they know this is something that they can put out for themselves as well. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think we can resonate that too because you know, Ashley and mm-hmm. I we also dance. And to make just like a full Routine, let's say three minutes routine, it would take mm-hmm. months, at least a whole month to, you know, to sometimes even three months to like mm-hmm. perfect it, just to perform mm-hmm. it once. Yeah. So, yes, it's, it's uh, so it's we we resonate with you on that because like it's exactly like so many people are involved for mm-hmm. like just one comeback and mm-hmm. for sure like with the fans who were complaining before with treasure i'm like they released yeah. the drama they were releasing treasure mm-hmm. map yeah they were releasing literally so many yeah. how like, did you feel I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking with this with at the chelsea i talking about this with at the chelsea like we were also referring to you at the gen in our conversation <laughs> like we uh, uh we remember you saying i think it was a live stream or mm-hmm. something think, uh yeah. like um Speaking as a two man, as a treasure maker, like all three of us, yeah. <laughs> on behalf of all three of us, like a uh, treasure, they had this long break, right? And mm-hmm. um, a lot of fans, like what you said earlier, like fans, YG fans these days, they are becoming like you know more opinionated. They're mm-hmm. used to more content, and like when they sort of felt like treasure being treated like the older artists, like you know being locked up, quote unquote. When you look at it more they've been continuing treasure map they've been putting out the web drama they post on twitter and weavers almost every freaking day and like uh they do like so many other activities and appearances that were they really on a break <laughs> were mm. they really were they really gone exactly. per se i'm saying yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah and then and then like when they came back with Jigjin and all these content came flooding out of yes. YG Entertainment. Yes. I'm like, this is why they were gone for so long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. You do not just have a curved LED screen on uh on on a site just like like that, on just a snap. That causes <laughs> you, you have to order that, you have to customize that. A lot of things come like into play when planning. All the things that they've been releasing so far. So the maybe the reason why they are gone for so long is because they're giving the same amount of effort into preparing everything for us. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar to what we were saying a while ago that, you know, expect <clears throat> quality when it comes to mm-hmm. YG. Mm-hmm. And and you can't that and you can't get that kind of quality when things are rushed. So mm-hmm. so they take their time and you know, you will see 
in the results why they took their time. Like, it shows. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Next. Another thing that YG is famous for, as we said a while ago, are their survival shows. <laughs> so, I thought, like, how do you feel about YG and their survival shows? Especially for the boy groups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the survival shows for the boy groups. Start ever since Big Bang. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Right? Seriously. Yeah. YG Entertainment said, man, we did such a huge hit putting Big Bang in a all survival that. show. <laughs> Let's see if we could do it again every single time. And yeah. you know, the formula works. I will say it the does. formula yeah. works. Yeah. We hate it because there's so much emotional playing. Like, you know, they play with our feelings. They play with the artist's feelings too. But mm-hmm. even though we hate it, we know it works. Mm-hmm. And yes. in a way, in a, in a K-pop industry that is so rapid and is always mm-hmm. changing and is always, you know, evolving. Yeah. The only way for you to really stand out or the only way for you to really kind of make a difference or make an impact is emotional mm-hmm. impact. And mm. what better way to have an emotional impact without a survival show, right? Mm-hmm. A survival <laughs> show will punch you in the face. You're going to uh-huh. be like, oh my God, don't hurt my voice <laughs> kind of thing. Like, and ultimately you're attached and from yeah. there on you will never mm-hmm. see the light again you will be stuck <laughs> scanning so them true. forever because they created that emotional impact uh-huh. yeah. entertainment knows that formula yeah. they are one of uh-huh. the pioneers yeah. that created yes. this formula that's so why true. survival shows are a thing these days because exactly. of it mm-hmm. exactly honestly <laughs> and they know it works. And sometimes, you know, Wise Entertainment struggles to make a different kind of survival show, but they make it happen, right? Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have the Big Bang documentary. Then we yeah. have Who is Next, Mix and Match, Treasure Ooh, Box, all of that. Box. And, you know, they even they even tried with Mix 9, but that's a different story. So we're not going to talk true. about uh-huh. that. We don't talk about Mix 9. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different one. But, you know, yeah. all of it was harsh. All of one mm. was very cruel. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what you get at the end of the day is that emotional attachment That's true, to the yeah. artists that come out of it. Yeah. And people may hate it because of the stress. And it's very stressful and like can really F you up in the head. But mm-hmm. again, it's what kind of builds that bond between our artists and the fandom. That's yes. true. That's the I one agree. that makes us resonate. It's the one that also defines if you're going to stay or not. Because you... Yeah. When they're under pressure is when you see their true colors as people, yes, as mm-hmm. artists, yes. and you can already immediately define who you're going to, do, to, to stick with, who you're going yes. to support. And yes. that's what makes the difference there. So I think mm-hmm. that formula, as much as it's really intense emotionally, I have no like actual complaints of, of it. I, I honestly that's don't true. think they're yeah, going to yeah. stop. If they're going to keep doing it, it's because that's their formula. That's they haven't mm-hmm. done it with their girl groups yet. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't know that in the future. Maybe they mm-hmm. will. But if they decide to do that again, again, I just say it's probably yeah. because they know that's what's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. What's also nice is that during the survival show, you also get to see the boys grow. Exactly. While they're like you know, as we said, like in, um, they're under so much pressure. But then the growth that they have in that small amount of time mm-hmm. is just that. I think it makes people anticipate it more because yeah, you yeah. already you already see how good they are. 
as yeah. trainees. Mm-hmm. It reminds me what? of um who is next. Yes. I think mm-hmm. it was uh I think it was I think it was BI. It was Hanbin mm-hmm. who said this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many that I've watched, you know, being That's a YG true. stand. Yeah. But for I think it was Hanbin, he said that they've learned so much within the survival show period yes. of who yeah. is next uh, survival show period, much more than the past two, three, yeah. four years of being an actual trainee. In <laughs> yeah. yes. And that's, yeah. you know, again, it's because being under that pressure. pressure. So I think yeah. that's the ultimate mm-hmm. pro to that, mm-hmm. that they make them stronger. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's so cruel. This is so harsh. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Yang Han Sok specifically telling Winner and Icon he said that you think that we're tough. Imagine the world out there in this industry. Yes. Yeah. If you can't exactly. handle what we're exactly. doing to you, mm-hmm. you can't handle being an artist out there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yes. And it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like we all know true. how harsh the netizens are or how the mm-hmm. public can be if they don't like you. That witch hunt stuff is not cool. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. they mm-hmm. ultimately, Yang Han Suk made a point, you know? That's true. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I I also feel like survival shows they're like a sweet spot. Like you're still a trainee, but you're not debuted yet. So like it's that sweet spot between what is what you're experiencing now and what is out there in the mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. And it's like similar to uh, what you were saying with you know YG telling winner and icon like if you think I'm tough, imagine the world out there. We're giving you a taste of it. To see if you are ready for it. Something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like earlier we were saying about how, you know, it in times of pressure, you see their real selves. And I really think that's also how fans can relate to idols more. Like instead of getting to know an idol the way they were manufactured or like their yep. image on screen, you actually see how they really are as people, as human exactly. beings. And that that sheds more like light into who they are as people actual people and then you know who you're standing you know mm-hmm. who you're falling and mm-hmm. falling in love with oh my wow. god <laughs> wow <laughs> but, <laughs> some, uh, something like that so yeah i think even yeah. though as much as i hate the emotional manipulation <laughs> of survival <laughs> shows mm-hmm. like you, i get you know your heart gets ripped out sometimes when you watch survival shows but i guess it's tough love per se you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know they yeah. it produces quality artists. You can't deny about that. Yeah, and that way when they do debut and step on the stage, they're they ready. Do not look like rookies. Yeah, at they're all. ready. Like they don't feel like rookies. So yeah, on to the next. Um, another thing that YG, sadly YG is famous for is they're always, I don't know, like scapegoats or they're always just targeted by the media. By people, by K-pop fans, all the time. And if you've been a YG stan for a long time, you would get this. <laughs> like you, at this time, I'm just so tired. Of, you know, the artists, especially Big Bang, <laughs> getting mm-hmm. so much hate, unnecessary hate, um, sometimes, and all of that, just for existing. So, what can you say about this? Because for me, honestly, I'm just. I feel really, you know, exhausted. Oh, <laughs> with all believe of me. All the Trust time. <laughs> me, same. Every time something <laughs> comes up or people tag me in something going on, I'm like, what now? 
<laughs> not again. <laughs> what now? What do we have to face this time? But then we just got the out day, from the first one. Somehow, like we just got out from one. <laughs> what now? Seriously, seriously, it's like. And the yeah. thing is, it's like when it rains, it pours, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we we don't get just this one little thing. We get one, and then something yeah. else is like tied into it, and we're just like, "Are you serious right now?" But yeah, yeah, I yeah. think to look at it from a brighter perspective is that I think I mean me being a spiritualist and all it's just Mm -hmm. sometimes that's when change is needed sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to put be put under the burner so we can acknowledge what does need to be changed now I know that artists in general especially in Korea it's not just YG entertainment like when any kind of idol out there gets kind of on the spotlight for something it's for me it was hard to adapt to especially through the beginning because it's just a cultural difference for me I at first thought all of these quote-unquote scandals or controversies was very silly to me before but like I said it's from it's because I'm from a different culture I'm from Los Angeles yeah and I too work in the entertainment business and I see many artists and celebrities here that go through way worse headliners you know, and so when I always kind of go from there to seeing what happens in South Korea, I'm just like, really? That's it? They're making a fuss because of that. But that's just me in the beginning. And again, I have to I had to hold compassion for that cultural difference. So it's something very important to think about because people, a lot of us fans are just hurt to see our favorites go, you know, under fire mm-hmm, for something mm-hmm. that maybe they did do, maybe they didn't do. It doesn't matter. It's just yeah. we get affected yeah. because of this emotional attachment that we were talking about. Yes. And I think yeah. that's what makes it much more hurtful because our opinionated self, our pride, our pride and joy is getting fired or under fire for something, whether they did it or whether they did not do it, it's just, again, this emotional attachment doesn't help us at all. So, (laughs) um, you know, I would really, like, for a while, I had to take time to really understand why it's such a big deal culturally. Mm, And mm -hmm. what happens there is that a lot of those said scandals, you know, they're still very humane things. Some are misunderstandings, and some are just blown out of proportion, And others are, of course, wrong. But when I ultimately boiled it down, what makes me stay being a YG stand for all these artists in spite of all these controversies is that no matter what, all of them has held Mm -hmm. themselves accountable. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Uh, Oh, yeah, you're right. All of them have held themselves accountable. Whether it is a an apology on social media, whether it is something that like a statement, eventually they're going to say something that they feel. Mm-hmm. And it's, That's you know, true. you won't see that from other artists like they, because what's happening there is that some other artists out there that get, you know, controversy and whatnot, they are so controlled by the company, the company. that they have to keep quiet and it makes the situation a lot worse. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, yeah. There has been those kind of experiences where we didn't hear anything from a certain artist from YG Entertainment, but that's 
because mm. the, the topic is way too sensitive to speak on mm. immediately. Mm. And I always talk mm. to the, I talk about this topic a lot, actually, as a tarot reader and as a spiritualist to my clients. Sometimes it's better to process what you're doing or what you have, you know, yeah. experienced before you even say anything. It's very important to yeah. not speak from logic, not to speak out of emotion, but really speak from truth, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. what you can expect at least from YG artists when they're under fire with all those scandals, at least, you know, you're, they're going to say something eventually. Yeah. They're going to say something yeah. eventually. And they always made it a point to hold themselves accountable. And no matter how long it took them, eventually mm. they get better from it. That's why I stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They learn. Mm -hmm. nice. They rise up from it. They're resilient from these controversies. They don't be yes. like, oh, I went through all this crap and now they just keep doing it or they just quit and they just give yeah. up. Mm -hmm. No, you won't get that yeah, out of yeah, yeah. entertainment unless yeah. things get really out of hand that they had to leave that's understandable mm -hmm. because that's they're doing mm -hmm. what's best for them so yeah that's honestly why I'm still a YG stand as much stress as it is mm -hmm. it's, so true, yeah. it's like real life yes I'm not in the public eye like they are that's mm -hmm. a choice that they've made you know they know what they were getting themselves into and that's yes. the price they pay and it sucks sometimes but if even if I'm not in the public eye like they are, it's still very relatable because I mm -hmm. do yeah. things that are not right. I make mistakes yeah. as well. I'm not a perfect human being. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. have gone into a lot of fights. People misjudge me all the time. But what do I do from there? I just learn from it. I move yeah. forward mm -hmm. from it. I grow from it. And that's what YG artist does. And that's why I stay a stan. So. Wow. I feel the same that's way. Such a good, yeah. That's such a good observation. Like, yeah, you're right. They did own up mm -hmm. to it. And they're mis Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hours. A little soft hours. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, as a fan, what are things that you wish YG would start, stop, and continue doing? This is now a performance review. <laughs> <laughs> performance evaluation. Oh, my gosh. Uh... What would I want them to start, stop, and continue? Um, is there anything that I want them to stop? I think one thing I would like them to stop is the hierarchy thing. Mm. And like, not in terms of like, you know, formalities and, you know, like when they speak to each other, but I'm talking more about like hierarchy in terms of like first come, first serve kind of thing. Mm. Got it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, not a lot of people know that's how they work, but they have that first come first serve basis based off of like who is the more popular one versus who's the least popular one. I hate that so mm. much. I mm. hate that so much. That yeah. is definitely a con with being a YG stand. You feel it. You feel it. Yeah. You see it. I'm not even going to deny you it. You it. do see it. Yeah. You will see some yeah, quote unquote. So evident. People like to say it mistreatment i don't say it's mistreatment it's just a formula yes. or a structure that they think works well mm -hmm. so they're mm -hmm. like oh okay let's put you know so and so first to make a comeback right if they do mm -hmm. a good job then they're going to be like all right they didn't do so well let's put them in the bottom of the list later on yeah you know yes. and if yeah. another artist did very well then they're going to keep, keep on. going on but you know it's just a really weird structure because we sometimes that doesn't happen for, for example, Blackpink, 
And that's another mm-hmm. topic mm-hmm. on its own because Blackpink <laughs> is Blackpink is very prestigious worldwide. You know, mm-hmm. we can't deny yeah. that. But then even sometimes then we don't really see that much coming out of them. So that's a yes. different shadow that I don't really know so far. Yeah. And I can't really speak on or disclose, but there's still that hierarchy that they're doing. So it's mm-hmm. sadly, it's not just in YG Entertainment. I know this happens That's, a lot mm-hmm. in a lot of mm-hmm. other bigger labels. They do the hierarchy mm-hmm. thing that says, oh, once you're the trendy group, that's all you're going to get. That's all we're going to focus yeah. on. Or yeah. if they make a hit, that's all we're going to focus on, right? Yeah. And then yeah. if you're a boy group, that's what we're going to focus on. Mm-hmm. If you're a girl group, mm-hmm. maybe you're down the bottom of the list. But again, we're not going to talk about that. So it's just, <laughs> yeah. I think they need to stop that. I just, if I were to yeah. personally run it, I would say, hey, look, if you got a good song, if you got a good hit, if you got a good album, let's just do it. You're ready? Okay, great. That's let's true. put it out. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter what you got. If it's good and you're content with it and I think it's good, let's just put it out. Mm-hmm. Whoever's right. And I feel like YG has enough resources in their company mm-hmm. to, yeah. to manage, you know, multiple groups mm-hmm. at the same time, yeah. I guess. So, yeah. yeah. So that's exactly yeah. what I would stop. Um, what I would like them to continue is the content because it's really yes. refreshing to see that because I know we kind of vaguely talked about how Treasure never made us feel like mm-hmm. we were in a drought. And mm-hmm. I say this all the time on my own personal live streams where I'm like, you know what? We are very spoiled. I never got exactly. that from Big Bang. Never got that. Yeah. Like I demanded it for Winner and Icon standing them. Mm-hmm. And we hardly mm-hmm. got a lot. Like Winner and Icon really had to fight for content. They yes. really had to do yes. it on their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Treasure? No. They, they their <laughs> team is actually like, let's do it. And it's that easy. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. Winner and Icon really had to make their own way. They had to make their YouTube own channels. compromise. <laughs> like they made their own YouTube channels. They're the ones yes. networking to their own to the TV stations. Like, hey, can I be uh, on yes. the show? You know? Yeah. Treasure hasn't, yes, Treasure hasn't been on a lot of TV yet. But they have mm-hmm. so much to look like. If you want to, if someone is new and wants to get into Treasure, by my oh guess, you have a oh whole God. roster to watch. You, you have like a whole Treasure months. box to open. There's like Literally. so much. <laughs> you have a so whole true, so true. roster to binge watch for <laughs> weeks and weeks and weeks and getting to know Treasure. And, and then yeah. now, if you think it's like, oh, I want to get into Winner and Icon. Where can I watch it? Uh, good luck oh. with that. Uh, mix and match <laughs> who is next <laughs> like good luck with that yeah you get their survival shows maybe you get yeah. icon tv winner tv and all of that but mm-hmm. everything yeah. else what oh, is that yeah. you have to like you have to go on these third-party websites to find their content yeah. <laughs> or like the paid ones, <laughs> the paid ones. <laughs> so honestly i yeah. would love it if they continued this you know, constant content mm-hmm. for every group, for every artist yeah. out of YG. They're doing the, they're yes. doing it with Icon. Yeah, they're right finally now, doing with it Icon with on Icon. Air. Yeah, mm-hmm. finally, finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. I, just, I hope Winner gets one too. Because I hope yeah. so too. I hope Gosh, so as well. The chaos. Yeah. I yeah. guess yeah. it's all safe to say that what we all want them to start is for whatever they're doing with treasure do it with everyone else yeah (laughs) yeah exactly absolutely Exactly. i just yeah Yeah, that's what we want to just laugh i laugh when when, like treasure makers they say oh my god 
Where I feel like the job. I said, where? Well, yeah. <laughs> so where's the I'm, st- where? I'm, still, I'm still drowning. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, still catching up. <laughs> right? Like, for me, I am a youth. Like, I react to a lot of treasure stuff. And I yeah. still haven't uh-huh. caught up. I still yeah. have a lot to watch. Also, um, one thing I also uh, wanted to continue is that letting their artists venture out, like doing non-dancer singer things, idol things, yeah, like them, you know, going to into art, going into fashion, going into Mm -hmm. like all all the other fine arts, you know, also college, you know, getting those degrees. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that for them, and I wish they can. I wish they continue doing that. Yeah, yeah, they should definitely yeah. continue doing that. And I also like, I also like how they quote unquote. I don't even. Think, I managed, I guess, when when Bobby announced that he's a yeah. <laughs> Zade, I love it. Zade, <laughs> no, because I, I really, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's new to me that a company quote didn't do anything yeah. quote unquote when, when an idol just announced. Yeah. Um, that their dad or like mm-hmm, their, mm-hmm. he has a wife and all yeah. of that. So I, I just find that really nice yeah. and I hope other companies can take note. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. if we're really thinking about it, I mean, I guess only OGYG stands would know, know this, but <laughs> it would be very hypocritical of them if they did that on Bobby because hello, <laughs> like, I know. the original I know. artist. Got mm-hmm. married very early on, and you know, yeah, yeah, a family, yeah. and a lot of them are still working under YG Entertainment mm-hmm. with the said family, and that's what still kind of em- embosses the title of YG Family because YG you see it, yeah. the fa- familial yeah. element in that company. Yeah. A lot of people like to say YG Family is dead, but just because you don't see it nah. doesn't mean it's not there. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and and letting their artists collab with each other mm. that's oh, yes always a good time yes <laughs> always, good always. Time. yes they should definitely yes. continue that again and i think they will i personally think yeah. they will they're slowly doing it i think they're warming up the you yeah. know the general fans of getting like yes. letting them get used to it whereas mm-hmm. like a lot of original stands are like oh my god this is the one this is the moment or this is that same feeling that made us fall in love with this company yes, at the first, so you know, at first sight. So, so I think what yeah. they're doing is they're gradually warming that idea and mm-hmm. maybe slowly normalize that again for YG family. Mm-hmm. Slowly, but surely. So, yeah. So with all of them, you know, with the with their guesting at Game Caterers. At, uh, I love that uh, so much. Triple, yeah. <laughs> all of them, almost everyone there said they're going to have a comeback mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So would you say, with all the content we're getting and the number of comebacks we're anticipating this year especially, can you say that this is finally the YG fam revival era? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was yeah. feeling this since yeah. last year, actually. I was already mm. feeling this since last year. Uh, that's just mm-hmm. like me energetically and just observing how they've been working. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. not the fact that we saw them on YG or that game caterer show, mm-hmm. um, but they've been much more open about 
them talking to each other or seeing yeah, each other yeah. or you know getting mentored by, by each other and you know yeah. sometimes you see these interactions nowadays on social media and it's been more prominent since last year and now we're actually mm-hmm. getting content and seeing it up close so mm-hmm. i really do think in general this will be a revival of yg family because like i said like throughout this whole you know episode we've been talking about how just because they're quiet doesn't mean they're not doing anything, anything. right? So I feel like Mm -hmm. this whole hiatus from all of our artists under YG, Mm -hmm. they've just Mm -hmm. been quiet, but they've been working. So I think all of Mm -hmm. that will just kind of show during this, throughout this next year, or this year and going into the next year, so. Yeah, I'm just really excited. I just... I oh everything that's that's about to happen like with the treasure and then with the bi- you follow it up with a big bang yeah. comeback mm-hmm. it's the, yep. it's whoo yeah and then we have winner we have winner's concert winner. coming up I know yeah. they got delayed but that that happens delays happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know that's but true. they have been especially very, with the pandemic now yeah 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 they've been very vocal about their comeback and even mm-hmm. Yoon Hyung from Icon has been mm-hmm. teasing he's like oh. We're almost done. And even Dongyuk, he was on his radio show. Oh yeah, he was on his radio so show excited. or he was on a V Live and he said, Oh yeah, yeah Icon yeah. is done like 88% with their preparation. Wow. So I said, Yeah, there it is. There it Let's is. Go. We're almost there. Even yeah, and even Jenny said yeah. on the show that, mm-hmm. you know, back things coming back to him. She's like, I'm so ready. Yes. I'm just like, I feel like blinks as well have been waiting for uh-huh. this. Person. No, I do feel for the blinks more, you know. Like oh, so sh- I so feel sh- like when we have the hiatus in general, like we feel it a lot, but blinks mm-hmm. feel it the most. <laughs> they uh-huh. feel it the they most. feel it the most. And I do give that to them. Like I'm not yeah. all for one That's for true, for the complaints, but I really would give that to them because it just sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's too long. It's way, way too long. long for way too long. Yeah. All right. So let us know if you're good to do like a general reading, just one question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for what the rest of the year looks like for YG artists yeah. so that fans can anticipate. For sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, awesome. we could totally do awesome. that. Um, I have my yeah. deck here, so you oh just want to know. Out the card. Yeah, I'm bringing out the card. Let's go. <laughs> it's, legit. it's legit. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's You're happening. Like, oh, the legendary cards. So we just want to <laughs> know what's happening, right? What, what we can mm-hmm. at least, like, a huge thing that we can expect, right? Yeah. All yeah. Right. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ate, this is real. Ate, this is real. Ate, Chelsea, this is real. Just fan girl. I just need to watch this on the live stream. I'm oh my dead. goodness. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, we get, the, we get the exclusive before we. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, we heard it here first. I <laughs> right, see. Ooh. The cars are excited as much as we Jumping are. Jumping out. They're excited as we are. Okay. So we have the Ace of Pentacles, which always means Mm -hmm. um, a new project or a new idea. So ultimately, I just feel like for YG Entertainment, like what we just mentioned, comebacks are coming for sure. This is confirming that. Um, And then we also have the Seven of Pentacles. So there's a lot of projects Mm -hmm. that maybe that they kind of left in the back burner is going to be revived. Mm -hmm. So I'm not entirely sure what those projects are, but there could be old things that they used to do. So kind Mm -hmm. of ironic, right? Because you said, is this the revival of YG Family? Yes, because there's like a revival here somehow. Maybe demo song stuck in a hard drive that's about to, you know, come out. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) 
And then we also have the Knight of Pentacles. Okay, so there's a lot of mm. pentacles here, a lot of coins, mm -hmm. a lot of pentacles. And it's very, you know, resonant to what we are discussing here in terms of business because pentacles talks mm. about ideas, it talks about investments, talks about money, mm. abundance, all of that. But when you have this Knight of Pentacles, this just means that the artists under YG Entertainment are all pretty much ready at this point. Nice. right if not completely ready they're almost there that knight of pentacles is just like excitement and ready to put things out now mm -hmm. we also have here the three of cups so this is a lot of victory here there's a lot of fun times for yg family for the fans Yay. as well um there's a lot of wins that we're gonna hear from yg as well so yeah it's gonna be a really good year starting from now going forward and I don't awesome. know if you've kept up with my stuff, but this is mm -hmm. Aries season. And mm -hmm. astrologically, Aries is actually the real new year. So, oh. yeah, the new year astrologically is not in January. It's in mm -hmm. March, April. So Ooh. I think it's just, you know, a perfect time to ask this question. So, yeah, I think starting from now going on forward there's going to be a lot to look forward i do see a lot of traveling so maybe world tour is going to happen very Let's soon go. Let's so go. i do see a lot of travel still i did mention this in my own live streams before but as an energy mm -hmm. check-in it's still here so i do see mm -hmm. a lot of travel um i see some awesome. artists going or if not, you know, I see people coming in as well. Mm. And then nice. lastly, we have some collaborations. So interesting, big collaborations. I'm not awesome. sure I'm if it's like within the YG family. It probably is. Mm -hmm. But if not, mm -hmm. there's also collaborations with other artists like outside of Korea as well. So wow. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's big. Uh, yeah, it's okay. pretty big. It's so, so it's, big a, it's a huge year. It's a huge year. It's mm -hmm. a good year. Awesome. It's a good year. This is it. Woo. What a way to end mm -hmm. the episode. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Because this is actually just a selfish episode because I just want to know. I just yes. want to talk about YG fam. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I, 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 mess I message at the Chelsea. like, at the, do you just want to do a YG family? Is this the year kind of podcast? And it has to be with at the, yeah, at the jam. like it has to be. She's like the perfect person to ask this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's. I think we can end the episode there because it's just. It's yes, that's all that mm -hmm. we need. Affirmation that we need. Yeah, and that is the end of the YG Fam episode. We hope you all enjoyed what we had to share. And are there any questions that we left out? Things that you want to know? Let us know by sharing this episode, tagging us on all our socials. Link down below. Don't forget to head on to mm -hmm. Atta Jan's channel and her socials as well. After this, yes. and again, thank you so much, Atta Jan, for joining us today. Oh yeah, it was such, thank you it was for so having fun. me. Like, it's thank it's you. always so fun to talk to you, Atta Jan, because you give like so many good inside so true like it's, i don't know I which part it. to highlight for yeah. this episode because there were just so many good things i appreciate it thank you for having me honestly i was telling ashley when she messaged me you know when you guys invited me back i was really surprised uh -huh. i was like oh they thought of me again i did a good job <laughs> the first time. 
<laughs> yeah. And she if did. you guys like Atijan, you can go ahead and listen to her uh, previous episode with her too. Mm-hmm. It's a pregame called the Soju Card. Yes. Also, she does too. tarot readings and she does so many different services. Yeah. So if you know you have like some troubles in your heart and, you, and in your mind, you know, book a session with her. She's worth it. Atijan. I should is promote worth it. that. Thank you for promoting that for me. I do. Yeah. You have, can go. And I do, do have now. a website if you want to have a one on one session with me I would love to give you a personal reading if you guys just want to look uh, have a deeper insight on yourself or you have a question about anything else outside yes. of you I would love to do that for you you can check it out all of my information is on my Twitter and on my YouTube channel as well so go ahead and check that out thank you thank you for yes. that yes no you're welcome and uh, yeah let's, we can just end the episode here thank you guys for listening thank you out to Jen and we'll see you guys next week bye bye